Welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. We're going to have some fun this week. Um, we deserve it. You deserve it. We all deserve it after um, last week's um, depressing episode. Yeah. Especially if you watched those shows. Yes. Then you really earned it. Yeah. But you can still listen to us if you didn't watch those shows. You still earned it. Yeah. You're here, so you're earning it. This week we watched the new Black Mirror episodes and What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. And two things we both feel very passionate about, so it's going to be fun to discuss. We figured we would start out with talking about Black Mirror and ranking our top three favorite episodes. Because it can kind of be a lot to dive into. And it's a show you can just watch one or two episodes and call it good if you want it. You don't have to watch every episode. Yeah, that's how I even started watching it was I watched the ones that I'd heard of. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't even finished. There's still a lot I haven't seen of season one and two. Same. What is your number three? Okay, my number three is, um, I believe, from season three. That was the first season that Netflix did, right? Yes. So mine, so my number three is Nosedive. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that one because I don't have that one on my top. But, oh, I am lying. That's my number one. It is? Yeah. (laughs) Over Callister? Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, because it was my first one I watched and... I think it might have been the first one I watched, too. That one was the most intriguing sounding to me. Yeah, my friend Steven recommended it to me. He was like, oh my gosh, you're going to love this. You need to watch this episode of this show. And I hadn't even really heard about it. And I watched it, and I was just like, this is unlike anything I've ever seen, but it is also kind of like the inside of my brain as far as like visuals go. Like totally. Visually. That makes perfect sense. It's a... It's also funny because I feel like we haven't ever talked about that specific episode together. No, I don't together. think we have. Um, this is the episode where it's starring Bryce Dallas Howard and every person is ranked on this app. Mm-hmm. And it, like, determ- you have to have a high ranking to, like, get better service at restaurants and hotels. And it's pretty intriguing and it doesn't really seem that far-fetched, actually. Yeah. But it, like, dictates... Everything, and if you're not part of this app or you have a low rating, you're, like, a complete pariah. And it's, like, happening in this, like, dystopian world, and, like, everything is, like, white, pink, and, like, purple and yeah, teal. Yeah, all pastel. It's really it's, like, pretty. beautiful. And Bryce Dallas Howard looks incredible. It's probably her most beautiful role ever. I'll just... We can keep talking about this, even though it's my number one and your number three, right? Yeah, that'll be, it's kind of fun. Like, will we meet okay. in the middle on any of these? That's <laughs> I don't <know>. funny. Um, <laughs> this has really thrown a wrench in my predictions for you. That's good. I yeah, like it's to be fun. surprising. Yeah. Um, another reason why I love it is that it reminds me a lot of Edward Scissorhands as far as like the houses go. Yeah. Like, utopia, it seems, and then it's actually hell. Uh-huh. Dystopia. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, exactly. Love that. So, and that's one of my favorite movies. So, and then lastly, I'll say that um, Rashida Jones co-wrote the script. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, which I think is really interesting and a fun fact. That's amazing fun fact. Something I really appreciate 
about the episode, um, especially as I watched more episodes, is that I love that it's fully centered on this kind of technology. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite episodes of Black Mirror are the ones that feel like a complete alternate universe. That is exactly the point I was planning on making with my favorites, is that I think Black Mirror is at its best when they're in worlds that you relate to, but are still a little different slash completely different. Yeah. Like, not worlds that are seem to be exactly the same as the world I already live in today. Yeah, and we're definitely going to talk about that a lot more as we discuss this brand new season. Yes, exactly. But yeah, that's why I feel like this episode is so strong. It's something that we can see happening. Mm-hmm. And it could happen in our world, but everything's different enough. And it feels like it's it could be like 10 to 20 years in the future because the te- all the, their daily technology is just that much more advanced than mm-hmm. real technology yeah. we have. So it feels like I'm watching sci-fi, but yet still not super, super sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And so those are the episodes I typically like. Yes, same. They are more creative and more fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it also gets really dark. Yeah. Which is another, I think, requirement of a good Black Mirror episode. I agree. I love when it gets dark and twisty. Yeah. Well, you say you're... (laughs) Well, this is weird. (laughs) Okay. Well, tell me what your number three is. So my number three is San Junipero. Love it. That's one of my bonuses. I feel like... For me, it's hard to distinguish between these ranked ones and my bonuses. I feel like there's just a tier of great Black Mirror episodes. And so then I was, like, trying to pick out of those ones. Yeah. But San Junipero is amazing. Mm-hmm. I kind of based mine off of the episodes I would recommend to people the most if they were going to watch three episodes only of Black Mirror. Yes. What three episodes would I recommend? And what three episodes do I think about the most in my, like, daily life? Mm-hmm. And... I think, are the best um, done visually slash creatively. It's very beautiful. Who doesn't love a show that goes through decades and you get to see the main characters in every decade outfit? Yeah. I love that. I love it. I also think it's great. Sorry to, like, kind of cut in. I feel no, like- I actually didn't have a ton of notes on this one, so that's great. I um really like how... I feel like it's easy to be cliche of Black Mirror and if every episode were about technology ruining someone's life. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's not really like that. It's just kind of showing how technology could be this massive part of someone's life. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that that episode shows like, this is why we're obsessed with technology. Like, it's not like that. Yeah. Like, Nosedive definitely is in a really good way. Mm-hmm. This one is like, what if there were, what if the world had this aspect to mm-hmm. life and death. Yeah. And I think that Black Mirror um, can be kind of predictable in that aspect because it's like, okay, how is this technology going to ruin this person's life and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, but this one has a turn at the end that I don't know if anyone expected. And it's pretty shocking and fun. And I think that's why that episode stands out to so many people. For mm-hmm. several reasons, but I think yeah. that's one of the ones why it has kind of a legacy to it. Yeah. It was nominated for a lot of stuff, too. That one episode. Yeah, it's really, really good. And it's genuinely fun. I think some people don't want to watch Black Mirror if they're not dark, twisty people. Mm-hmm. But that is a good one to recommend to people because it's 
like sweet and really good. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Great answer. Thank you. Um, so that was your number three. Are we going <sighs> to overlap for number two? Or is this just blowing your mind? We'll see. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too, because... So my number two, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to everyone, mm-hmm. but I think it's um, a great episode, and I definitely think about it a lot. Is shut up and dance, mm. mm-hmm. and it's definitely not feel good. It's feel bad, but what I love about it is it's very dark and twisty, and I didn't see the ending coming. I'm um, trying to. So even this is the which- one where. Um, that boy is getting blackmailed. Oh, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he got hacked, mm-hmm. and he's being blackmailed. And it's ironic, too, because I watched it right before I started watching Game of Thrones, and the other lead in it is Bronn from Game of Thrones. <laughs> and he's, like, a businessman, which is, like, really weird. Um, but that one, I just, uh, it was, like... Really tense the whole time, which I think some of the weaker Black Mirror episodes don't have good momentum and they get boring. And this one never really got boring to me. I was like, it was really intense. And um, yeah, I don't, I I just really love to mark. And I think it has a really good shocker twist at the end Mm -hmm. that was really effective. So yeah, that one was a good one. That, I feel like that was a good season. Yeah, that's, these all so far from season three. Yeah. So, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I Season one has the episode that I think most people are scarred by yes. or they've heard about it and say, disgusting, I'm never watching that show. Yeah. I've never seen that episode. It's the very first episode ever and I heard about it and skipped it. Cause yeah. There's like bestiality with a pig. Yeah. And apparently it's like really graphic and no one, I don't have any interest in watching no. that. And so I just moved along and yeah. I was happy. Yeah. Um, well, my, so my number two is USS Callister. Um, do you have that one on yours? No, that's one of my bonuses. Okay, great. Too. I mean, Landry. He's so good in this. Is probably one of my favorite actors. And, yeah. um. People have stopped talking about him recently. And let's, we need to bring that back. Yeah. He's probably going to be in something soon that blows everyone's well, minds. Maybe it's because he's been on hold while his wife is in a new show true and taking care of the baby but he'll pop up when we least expect it the biggest reason this is again my number two is the fact that it is in this crazy world um that it just makes for a lot of really cool sets and costumes and um interactions and also i think about it a lot anytime i throw something away in the garbage can I, like, question myself, and I'm like, could someone clone me? <laughs> Seriously. Or, like, use this? Um, well, it's such a great episode, too, because it relates, like, humanity, human nature, mm-hmm. and, like, like, your worst tendencies and all this stuff, like, very human qualities with technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the, the best episodes are the ones that feel really complex and human. Mm-hmm. It's not even have to be, like, the most insane technology for it to be compelling for me. No. And, I mean, you already touched on this, but it is another great looking episode. Exactly. 
it's that shows yeah. all the very colorful, fun-looking ones because that's what I'm attracted to. Yeah. But I will say one of my bonuses is Metalhead, which is completely in black and white. I don't think I've watched that one yet. It's very weird. Um, but it's very intense. And the fact that it's black and white is very interesting to me. And it's kind of beautiful. Um, and the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, what? What? <laughs> and then I like think about it all the time now. And it might have added to my reason I don't like dogs. So maybe you should watch it. Maybe I should not watch it. <laughs> Lemon's on her last leg as it is with me some days. <laughs> um, okay, my number one is Bandersnatch. Mm. And I don't know if that's cheating because it's not even listed in the seasons. It's its own standalone quote-unquote you know, movie. Vulture just recently released a list of the best episodes and they included it in theirs. Okay, cool. Well, the thing is that like... It would only be disqualified if they go by, like, length, but you have yeah. a different length every time you watch it. And basically, a lot of them are, like, an hour to an hour. Yeah, they're all that feature was a film. phrase for me to arr, say. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> they're basically all feature film length anyway. Yeah. Um, And I wouldn't say necessarily that the story grabs me the most out of all Black Mirror episodes, but I just have to give them props for how much fun it was to watch that and to yeah. like play along and um i do think that the acting was all really great mm -hmm. like to have to redo all these scenes so many times and like i just i liked the fact that we were basically inside of a black mirror episode living mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. too and i also love the 80s um setting um so yeah, that's another one that I would really I would recommend even if no one's ever watched Black Mirror, then you can you can watch Bandersnatch. You can watch any of these on their own. None of them. There might be some Easter egg things that yeah. you'd be like, "Oh, that's from this other episode." But none of none of those are um like required to understand any of the plots. No. Maybe the only one is the museum one. Oh, another one I haven't watched yet. Yeah. But even then I think you could still watch it and get it, but that's the museum one is a lot of little Easter eggs and that's like makes up the storyline. They'll tie together. That's interesting. Um is the John Ham episode one of your bonuses? Of course. Yeah. Metalhead and White Christmas were my two bonuses. I also um I do like and think about the one the five thousand or it's either five thousand or five million merits. The one with Daniel Kaluuya and Sybil from Downton Abbey, where they live in that super weird dystopia. And then she, there's like, um, you can join like an American Idol type competition. I'm trying to remember that. What season was that? It's in season two. And it was so one that, I haven't watched it. So it was one that I had heard of. So I did go back and watch that one. Mm -hmm. um, and it was definitely very striking. Um I didn't love it as much as these other ones, mm -hmm. but it's still, I mean, they're both really great in it. And it's also fun seeing Daniel Kaluuya with a British accent because I forget that he's British because he's so good at being American and get out. Yeah, seriously. I would recommend it 15 to you. million merits. Oh, see, I was like one digit off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one's really good, but it doesn't, it's not one that I... Uh, was completely wowed by, like, these other ones. Yeah. 
Um, a couple of the other ones that I think about a lot are um, Crocodile is from season four. Is that the one where there's like a murder that yes. there's and then they're solving it? Yes. Okay, yeah. It's just kind of wild. Also, it's really pretty. Um, and then Hang the DJ, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, Hang the DJ I liked, but for some reason I didn't love it like I know a lot of people loved it. Yeah. I th- I think that was a case where for some reason I had had... <laughs> I think it's because I hate online dating. I'd wanted it to end worse. <laughs> so I was kind of hoping the moral would be like, don't, don't do, do, do online dating because it's bad. <laughs> so then when it was more of a happy story, I was like disappointed. Oh, my dating works. I was like, wait, no, no. So yeah, that I really think that, that I'm realizing that is the reason. Because <laughs> I did like it. And I liked the cast. and Yeah, I felt the same way about it. And it got a little long and I wanted it to end a little bit. But yeah, I think about it a lot because... That's something that is relatable to our lives. Totally. I would like to see more that are more, like, dating-related. Yeah. There's so much you can do with that. Not that I want them all to be like that, but I would like to see some dark, twisty ones about yeah. dating. And Yeah. Um, I guess we should have started with TV news, because we could have led right into... I know. This is a fun that, discussion. Pause. We'll yeah. come back. We're going to put a pin in that. <laughs> um... Plus, I don't really have much. I only have one thing, and it's that Russian Doll was renewed for season two. Um, I just love Natasha so much, and everything she posts is amazing, and every photo she's ever taken is amazing, and she posted this great video of her to announce season two, and it was cute and fun, and I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. Um, Even though I love her and I loved the cast, I would also be stoked if they went a whole different direction. Yeah, totally. So who knows? I also, though, I don't necessarily want to see a new person figuring out that they're reliving the same day over and over. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have any expectations, but um, I'm extremely intrigued. Same. Um, I only have one piece of news, too, and it's that they dropped some more news about the upcoming Daria reboots, and the news is good, but also confusing. So the good news is that Tracy Ellis Ross is going to be uh, the voice of the character Jody as she is in her new job after college, but I'm confused by the whole situation at all because... I just don't know why it's necessary. I kind of just wish they would kind of like write a whole new show because, and it's not that I'm anti-reboot. I get really excited about a good reboot. Daria is one of my all-time favorite shows, but it just is like so uh, like a time capsule for the 90s. And I just don't know if it will translate well to modern times because I feel like there was just something about having this voice of like kind of a like, the grunge teens that weren't the norm. And now, like, irony wasn't really the norm of teen culture back then. Like, there was a subculture of it. And now I feel like irony is kind of the main teen culture. Mm -hmm. And so I just don't feel like it would work. But 
who knows? And they also announced that they're going to do several spinoffs with other characters, and I'm like, will... Is it going to still be cartoon? That's another thing that I assume, because she's just voicing it, and I think she's supposed to be, like, right out of college. And I also find it weird because, um, according to the AV Club, they said when the spinoff was first announced, it was unclear if original series creators Grant Glenn Eichler and Susie Lewis Lynn would be involved. And they weren't mentioned in these updates at all. And that kind of is weird to me, too. But Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I'm very apprehensive and also would like more information (laughs) on what their goals are with this at all. Mm -hmm. But I guess I'll be optimistic because I do love Daria. But I just I just feel like that's very at home in the 90s. I don't know. It's just weird. I'm just over kind of reboots, even if it's something I love. Yeah. Because I just am, I'm like, okay, so are we out of original content? Yeah, and we have so many good uh, creators out there. Yeah. But maybe it'll be great. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay, now that that's over with. (laughs) Back to Blackbeard. (laughs) A, let's just start off here. I'm confused. Why did they drop... They dropped Bandersnatch alone. And then they dropped three new episodes now. Bandersnatch on New Year's Eve. And three new episodes now. And, like, usually they drop a whole season, which is, like, five... Between five and, and eight, eight episodes. episodes. Yeah. And... I don't know. I just feel weird about it. Especially because I don't... I just don't really understand the... The reasoning behind not dropping, like, a full season because, I don't know, it just seems weird weird. to me. Here's another thing. They only dropped three, and so if there's only three, I would kind of expect and hope that all three would be, like, amazing. amazing, And they were not. No. I think if, if my favorite one of the three was probably the Striking Vipers one because it was a really interesting piece of new technology introduced in the episode Mm -hmm. that felt like we were saying like it created a world where this was a normal thing like a completely immersive video game Mm -hmm. and we don't have something like that so that was more intriguing to me yes and i still wasn't completely satisfied with the episode but i was um interested the whole time yes and i felt like i got to know the characters Mm -hmm. but um it wasn't a perfect episode. I don't know. No. It doesn't rank compared to the other ones I mentioned for Not me. Not at all. But um, the other two episodes were so cliche and predictable that I was just like, no, I just wasn't into them. Like, they weren't interesting. They weren't captivating. They were just like, yeah, cliche and just like predictable. And there was no thought put into them. They weren't even like that beautifully filmed. No. I think especially the second one which was starring hot priest Andrew Scott from Fleabag. And I will say that his acting in it was really good. Really good. But he was the best as if I had to like rank just acting. Mm-hmm. I would have put him at number 1. So I agree. Out of the 3 episodes. 100% agree. It's interesting when someone can be so good in something that's not good mm-hmm. it's cool kind yeah. of but um i mean i feel like if you just look at the setup of the story it's a guy first of all they also really squandered 
a rideshare plotline. I feel like there's so much Black Mirror could do with, like, Uber or Lyft drivers. Totally. In, like, a dystopian technology world. And I feel like he didn't even really need to be that. No. It was pointless. But basically, he really, he's like, well, I don't want to spoil yeah, it's anything. Hard. I feel like we can't really talk about it. But I feel like if you're obsessed with, like, a company, it's just so obvious where they were going to go with it all. Totally. Um, there is also a weird cameo <laughs> that I didn't, it wasn't horrible, but I was also kind of like, that's odd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, that is, like, funny, but it doesn't really make an impact on me. Like, it wasn't no. so shocking. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was, I was just, like, really surprised at how cliche it was. Yeah. Like, that's almost the twist that there, it was, like, the lamest plot ever. There's a part that takes place in what they call Furnace Valley, Utah. And that does not exist. I didn't hear them say Furnace Valley. I thought that I just, like, didn't hear what they said. No, they didn't. I don't even know if they said it, but it, like, it shows up at the bottom of the screen, like, they're now in Furnace Valley. Like, oh. This is Furnace Valley, Utah. I didn't even see that. And I, like, Googled it, because I was like, does that exist? Am I, like, I live in Utah. I'm like, why wouldn't I know about this? And, yeah, that's not a thing. And so... And if, like, London was real, like, why would they not just make a real place? I was very confused. Hmm. Yeah. That's really weird. (laughs) So that was the only note I wrote down from that. Watching all three episodes was that. (laughs) Okay, that's hilarious. Um, I I guess I don't really have that much non-spoiler things to say about Striking Vipers. The performances were good. They were. Um, and I also liked that one the best of the three, probably, because stylistically, it was also really interesting when yeah. they're in the video game. Yeah. I just wished in the video game that they would have, like, interacted with different characters. I think that would have been interesting. Yeah. They talk about it outside of the video game, but... Show, don't tell. Please. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so let's get to Miley one Cyrus. I feel like the only one that I've seen any sort of media on yeah um i felt like i was watching a disney channel movie yeah it was like r-rated yeah like but they could swear and i don't even remember if anything else off color even happens in it i just felt like it's just they just like well and like miley you you're not that great at acting. It was actually really sad for and me because even... I have always thought she was, like, a pretty decent actor. Yeah. At, at least in the... I've always thought she was really funny. I feel like she shone on Hannah Montana. She was really yes. funny and charming. Yes. And in this, it was just, like, so cliche. Well, it's just, like, it was too much for her... And, and it doesn't seem like that different of her own personality, which is no, also kind of weird. it's kind of weird. Yeah, like, she was very flat. Um, she, the best part of the episode was how good she looked in that purple wig. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like it's another case, so this isn't a spoiler. The It's about how she's a pop star, and then they come out with, like, basically, um, like, an Alexa, but it's her as a pop star. Mm-hmm. It's like a little mini robot. Yeah, it's like kind of like that little robot in Flubber. It kind of reminded me of that. Um, that's like your assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I want to watch Flubber. Flubber would make a great Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it would. Um, 
But I feel like there's also a lot more they could have done with that idea, too. Like using like technology. A, like an Alexa. In... And they basically did nothing with it. They just could have gone so much darker in both of these episodes. Yes. And also, like, using um, advanced technology in media, like, and Hollywood, I think yeah. is another interesting thing. That they did not... Like, it wasn't anything that new. No, it was all just half If anything, like, the... When it gets to, like, the part where it's like, oh, this is why technology is bad, or, like, this is wild technology, um, it made me laugh <laughs> when they're, like, trying to get um, music out of her head. I'm like, this is a B note. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's just... They, I don't know what it was. I don't know if they decide, like, why would they hold back? I feel like they felt, everything felt so held back to me. Yeah. Like, they, Black Mirror has gone so dark. Yeah. Many times. And even, okay, even SS Callister, that one is one where they are, like, having fun and all this other stuff. But, like, it also is really dark. Yes. These ones were completely ineffective episodes because they didn't go dark enough, I think. You, you can be light and dark at the same time. That's how I feel about Nosedive. Yeah. That one is dark, but still really, like, tongue-in-cheek and funny. Mm-hmm. Neither and of these was have, funny at all. No, they didn't have comedy. They didn't have um, anything really that pretty to look at. And they didn't Mm-mm. have depth. No, no depth at all. Um and I'm I'm remembering some parts where they like tried to be funny in Miley's episode, and it is cringy. Yes, it's just not good. No. So it's what makes me laugh though is imagining the people like their usual fan base who love Black Mirror having to sit through this episode about basically like Miley Cyrus and another Nicholas Sparks movie, but about like a pop star. <laughs> like it was just it was just not good. It just felt like any sort of it could have been just, like, a Netflix original movie. And I probably would have liked it more because I wouldn't have had such high expectations. Yeah, exactly. So, we're upset and disappointed. And, like, are they going to be dropping any more? Or is that the it? Is that it? I don't get it. But whatever. It's so weird. I'll they stop should've... waiting for it and being excited for it. It would have been better if they'd released these and then Bandersnatch. Because yeah. Bandersnatch was like such a hit and really creative and cool. Yeah, it just felt like these were, you know how like artists when they're making an album and they record like 20 songs so they have to pick like 10 songs to be on the album. It was like these three episodes were episodes they had filmed and didn't add to their full actual seasons and they're like, "Oh, here they are. Here you go." Exactly. That's a perfect analogy. Thank you. So yeah, basically watch our top 3s and not these ones. Yeah, don't even bother. Honestly. I was so bored. Yeah. Like, I was truly... Especially the second one. I was really just ready for it to be over. Yeah. It was boring. And, like, I I love Black Mirror, and I look forward to it every time they drop new episodes. Mm -hmm. But... Really let me down. But, on the other side of things, how about being pleasantly surprised? I was very pleasantly surprised, because you know I was very guarded about what we do in the shadows. Yeah. The new series based on the movie, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. 
And so, again, it's back to the reboot conversation mm-hmm. because I just feel like when's the, when is the last time they made a good TV show out of a movie, mm-hmm. like a popular movie? I mean, it's an indie movie, so it's not like it's a blockbuster, but I just never really think that's a great idea. Um, and I was also always confused because part of the charm of the movie is that it's in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this I really like New York this. and I think it's funny. Yeah. It's in Staten Island. Um, and it's basically the same premise as the movie where they are vampire roommates and, um, but they're in Staten Island and just kind of like the hijinks that come with being a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first episode, when the theme song started and it was the same song as the opening in the movie, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, why did they do that? I wish they'd kind of separated it a little more, but I like the song. So I was, it's ends up okay for me. And I feel like the very first scenes are really similar to the movie, but I feel like they moved away quickly enough that I yeah. was on board and I would say I like midway through episode one. Yeah. I was really only... Like, worried for probably, like, the first ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they made characters that are really distinct that were really different from the movie. I still am a little confused about um, the character Nandor, because he seems like a, like a combination of Taika and Jemaine's characters. Mm-hmm. And they're funny characters, so I think it works fine, but I'm still just kind of confused as to that decision. But luckily... The other characters are really distinct and really entertaining. Yes, I agree. Um, I would say my favorite parts were usually the cameos. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't hear about them more. Yeah, like Vanessa Bayer, like I had no idea she was in an episode. I wish that she'd been a regular. She was so funny. It was amazing. Her character was so good. Um, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll was also amazing. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Oh, also Kristen Schaal. Yeah, she... Okay, she looked very beautiful. Yeah, I well, was like, she looks familiar. And then I was like, oh. Why? She should do her hair like that. She looked so good. And most people can't go, like, bright blonde and no. it look good, but she looked stunning. Yeah. Um, That's... I mean, I feel like episode seven, that's the one Kristen Schaal is in as well as, like, 50,000 amazing cameos Mm -hmm. that I'm still surprised they got. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the episode that really convinced me, like, okay, we need to watch it. And it's not a spoiler to say, because they said ahead of the even the season premiere that Jemaine, Taika, and um, the vampire Deacon, like, the main three vampires from the movie, would cameo. Mm -hmm. But they're, like, they're in that episode, and also... So many other people that have played vampires in TV and movies, and it mm-hmm. was so funny. And they reference all these other actors that they couldn't get, and in interviews they've said they really couldn't get them, and so they're, like, basically saying in the I show... I just connected with one. At the very first one, do they say Rob? Yes. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. I was like, who is Rob? And it just really connected with me on air. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so Robert Pattinson is not in the episode. It's just like, oh my gosh. It was so impressive that they got them to be in this show. Because I couldn't even really tell how successful this show was. It got picked up for season two, which I'm happy yeah. about. 
But, like, no one we know watched it. No. I mean, we're covering it on this podcast, and I don't even know if anyone will watch it after we tell people to watch it. I know. FX is hard. Notoriously hard to watch the show. So, again, we had to use the login. <laughs> yeah. Which, when I was looking at all the available shows, I was like, oh, sweet, now we can finally watch Fosse Verdon. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Beanie. Okay, she was so good. I love how um, Nadja keeps talking about how cute she is, because she's so cute. <laughs> she's adorable, and I wanted her to be in every episode. I know, and you know what? I hadn't really known how much she was even going to be in it. No, so I was excited. thinking she was only in, like, one, maybe two. Yeah, same. I thought it was more of a cameo situation. I also was, um, I never watched the show Greek, but you know the guy who plays Nadja's, like, reincarnated boyfriend? Uh-huh. He, I think I saw Jeff. him. Yeah. <laughs> he was so funny. He actually had a lot to do in the season, yeah, too. He, he was really good. But, um, I mostly know him from Vine. Oh. He was, like, one of those, like, small, like, D-list actors that gets on Vine and is really funny. And Oh, that's funny. Um... Jake McDormand is his name. Mm. So if you watched Greek, then he was on that, I think, and you'll like him in this. <laughs> um, but speaking of Nadja, we're, yeah, she's perfect. She's so beautiful. And her character is really, really great. Um, anytime she's in it, those are my favorite scenes. Totally. She was hilarious. I also really liked her relationship with the other vampire, Laszlo, mm-hmm. who's like her <laughs> husband, but like also... They just, like, talk about all this, their, like, sexual prowess, both of them, and it's, like, it's just really funny. Yeah, it's really they funny. They had a really funny relationship. It was kind of, like, um, it reminded me of, like, Gomez and Morticia Adams and the Adams family a little bit, like, obviously because, like, they're these gothic Halloween-y horror, like, creatures, yeah. but also, like, because they're so old-fashioned, but, like, glamorous. hmm It was really funny. Also, the... Episodes are really short. Yes, thank you. And there's ten of them. And, um, yeah, they're perfect length. That's all. straight through it. One, uh, critique I do have is that that episode with all the fun cameos of all the legendary vampires, that should have been the season finale. Because after that, um, the episodes still have funny bits in them, but... That was clearly, like, the standout, and I feel like I would have liked to see them build momentum up to that, because the last two episodes, they didn't hold my interest as much. Yeah. Because they kind of felt more, like, inconsequential with the main plot that they had been building up towards that trial episode, and so it just made more sense to me as a story that they would end on that. Yeah. But luckily, those last two episodes weren't bad or anything and i do think they left it off on a good plot point to start season two so that'll be fun Hmm. but that's just my one critique of it and i actually i didn't finish it so i still have two episodes to watch um but they're gonna be your favorite episodes of the season (laughs) (laughs) no but i already know that i agree with that great so that's the best thing someone can hear (laughs) Um, my last note that I had is there's a part where they go to this club that has, like, glow sticks and stuff. And it reminded me of on Miss Congeniality when they go to that club and do glow stick stuff. And that paint that splatters. Yeah. My dream. Does that 
do those places really exist and can we go? Yeah. Why has no one invited us to those glow stick clubs? Yeah. Oh, one random thing is that the guy who plays that creepy Baron guy, mm-hmm. he is the the fish man from The Shape of Water. And Yuck. he's like the Pan's Labyrinth guy. But so I like that in this, well, he this actually gets to play a character. Yeah. Because usually he just is like, oh, I'm the guy who looks creepy IRL, so I'm going to play all these creepy monsters. I need to see what he looks like in real life. He looks like a ghoul. <laughs> a little bit. Because <laughs> I felt like it could have been anyone underneath that makeup. I know. That makeup. It really could have been. That was another thing. I feel like the effects and makeup... Like, how did this show get such a high budget? It's just, like, Taika raking in all his Thor royalties. they have to, like, float. Like, they're flying. Mm -hmm. And, like, they have, like, fire come out of their mouth. And, like... And, like, the bats. Yeah. So, like, they do special effects and have really great makeup. Yeah. And they're they're all good. I think they all look real. Yeah. Which is rare for TV. Well, maybe not TV anymore, but, like, you don't see a lot of, like, magic stuff outside of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I think if they're... Um, if the visual effects look kind of goofy, I think it's part of the show and it's kind of funny. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be like a, mo- a documentary, mockumentary, whatever it's called. It's fun. It's also funny because um, I'm sure they got a lot of goodwill after Thor was such a huge success yeah. for Taika. But Jemaine did most of the work on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like he's like the sugar daddy. Cute. Love it. But, yeah, I was very surprised at how much I liked it, and I liked these characters as much as I liked the original characters. Yeah. Which was really surprising and happy. Yeah. I'm su- I was surprised that you said you liked it that much, so I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy you're happy. Wow, thanks. Um, okay, well, I can only guess who your crush of the week is going to be. I mean, imagine if I said someone other than Taika. <laughs> I mean, how often do I actually get to use him as a legitimate crush from something I watched this week? Not On a TV often. show. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely Taika Waititi, the one and only. Um, what else is there to say that hasn't already been said? I mean, Ta- I think that's it. He's a genius. He's so weird and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I w- uh, have liked is I was researching what we do in the shadows a little bit. Not even after watching it, like before when I was kind of like starting to want to watch it. Yeah. He even said that he had thought it was a bad idea to do it. But then, like, they came up with a good story with, yeah. like, new characters that's not just a direct repeat. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. He's like a Frank guy. Yes. He doesn't really BS people, no. even in interviews. He just, like, doesn't care. Yeah. Which I love about him. How they all should. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, definitely it was a sight for sore eyes to see him in something again. So, he's finally gets to be my crush of the week. Lucky you. Yeah. Um. Well, mine is going to be Nick Kroll. <gasps> wow. <laughs> you know what? He did look hot. He looked hot. I never um, thought, I, I feel like when I first ever heard of him, I was like, that is the craziest looking guy I've ever seen in my life. But, but then he has this way about he him. He actually is attractive. But in the weirdest way. And now it's kind of like, oh, other people are catching on that he's attractive. And now I think he might be kind of a douche. But and, well, it's, he's really His funny. name is the douche on Parks and Rec, so it's perfect. <laughs> it's true. Um, he's just been really funny on Instagram lately. And... <laughs> 
So it's just a really pleasant surprise. Men, that is actually the way to Taylor's heart. Yeah. If you're funny on Instagram, I mean, I Either agree with you. Either be funny on Instagram or don't have Instagram at all. <laughs> John Ham does not have an Instagram. Yeah. Either maintain the mystery mm-hmm. and just let your friends post funny, great things about you and I'll find them. <laughs> she will find them. She will. Or be funny on Instagram and use it wisely. I'm a tough critic when it comes to using an Instagram. So, Nick Kroll, you're doing it right. Thank you. And he was in a photo with, he like photobombed a photo with Lizzo at the MTV Music Awards. Video Music Awards? Who knows? I don't know what they're called. We know what you mean. It's cute and funny. Cute, fun, and funny. It's all you can want. Go watch What We Do in the Shadows. Don't watch Black Mirror. You can really skip it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, we will see. Listen, you will hear us next week. Is that how we should say it? (laughs) I think. Wow. We found our new send off. You'll hear us next week. Bye.